I'm Nana. And I'm Bonquillo. And this is African.American. This is a show about immigrants and children of African immigrants living in the United States. So it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she have an album out now? R.I.P. Yuck. Um, but that was, that was, I don't know, when that came out a few months ago. I haven't listened to it. But yeah, it's been a while. So much has happened, but we're here now, and that's what's important. So we want to talk here. about something that's been percolating and, and showing up in so many different things. And I think it'd be interesting to just have that chat. It's We want to talk about pretty privilege and desirability politics. I think we were going to talk about it anyway, but this uh, Oscars slap stuff... It's been really interesting to like look at different people saying different things and just noticing some trends with things and some generalizations that people make. And I think it's not just the Oscar slap, so we can talk about other stuff as well. But, you know, let's start with just question one, which is about pretty privilege. Do you think that there is a, such a thing as pretty privilege? If so, what is it? Do you, do you think you have it? Do you think you've enjoyed it? Um, and in what context? Yeah. How about you kick that off, Bunkyo? I think there is such a thing. <laughs> How about I kick it off? All right. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Yes. And I think it is, I think it's really situation specific. Well, okay. I think that the world is is Western dominated. And I do think that Western, well, I don't know if that's pretty privileged, but I do think that people with Western features, lighter, European features, lighter skin, um, you know, maybe a little bit of mystique, but not too much. Like we, we've talked about this beauty standards, right? The white woman is at the Flatter. top in a lot of ways. And, but depending on some other societies, right? It's, it's also in some groups, it's the, the, the biracial people, the mixed people, yeah. blah, 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 or just light-skinned, light-skinned people. Um, I think it depends on where you are. I think it does exist. People who are deemed more attractive, and, but it, it's not a hard and fast rule. People in general who are more attractive get more stuff. So I don't know. I see things on, I don't really watch, I don't listen to the TikTok. The TikTok, yes, I'm that uh, The way you're saying that, girl. <laughs> I just don't care. It's just, it's just too much, right? But just in general, when I hear, like, I know there are TikToks that people talk about this or YouTube videos where people talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it exists. Do you think it can only take you, that privilege can only take you to a certain point? Like, can only take you so far? I think that there are pros and cons of everything. With everything is a double-edged sword. And look, there are other people who talk about how beings deemed attractive, women in particular, Mm -hmm. is actually detrimental to them in some ways. I think it just depends on how you slice it, right? Like, I get it that if you... And I think, but that's even, <laughs> I think I'm stumbling over my, my, my speaking because I'm thinking about so many things. I had mm-hmm. to take a picture for a website mm-hmm. and I needed it to be like a professional fo- photo. 
So I got my husband to take photos. I haven't taken, I don't have any recent pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And I put on a dress. I like the dress. It's not a freakum dress or anything. But, you know, we noticed that the there's certain poses and things that emphasize the bust or that emphasize the curves. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't look right for that kind of setting, right? It was like, mm-hmm. he was like, well, if you want to be respected, you can't have the picture with your, you know, chest sitting so prominently. It's, it, it, it is, I think so much of, for women anyway, and pretty privilege, I don't know what it works for men. I think with men it's different, is that you always have to like work to be sexless if you want to be respected. Mm. But if you want perks, you can't deny that pretty privilege gives you those perks. Now, what is pretty privilege? I don't I think it's it people have so many takes on it on the internet and their personal experiences with it or without it. I just think that the thing that resonates for me is that yes, attractive people, mm-hmm. people who are deemed attractive mm-hmm. do get better treatment. Mm-hmm. I think there are studies that show that people who have more symmetrical faces are more likely to be hired for jobs and blah, 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 blah. But yes, I think it is, I know can also be a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. that's why women in politics have to, that's why Hillary Clinton had to wear pantsuits, right? Do you think that's there's a difference between what you're saying though and and someone finding you sexually attractive? I think um, all of that gets mixed in yeah. it up together and it depends, mm-hmm. right? I think that we talk about pretty privilege and we talk about young children mm-hmm. for most of us normal people right mm-hmm. unless you are decrepit it's not about sexual attraction but mm-hmm. children who are deemed more attractive get better treatment no it's true. that is very true it's I'm, true and it's, it comes down yeah. it, there's so many that's what i'm saying it's so many it's situation dependent and it comes on to different factors like it could be skin tone right there there mm-hmm. are families where the lighter skinned children get treated better or where the darker skinned children get treated better probably fewer but you know what i mean like that's that's the dynamic and there's so many different pieces that go into it but i think whatever attractiveness is defined as does give you certain advantages i do think that yeah if you are with you even no matter who you are right like we're talking about women if you're wearing a short dress that's like very revealing, et cetera, et cetera. You might get more attention. You might get more help than if you weren't. I had a friend in college who, whenever she would travel, would wear high heels and like full makeup. And she was like, yeah, because when I do that, dudes help me with my suitcase. Mm -hmm. I was like, huh. Meanwhile, I wear pajamas on the plane. Ain't nobody ever helped me, right? So maybe there is something. She's also an absolutely beautiful person. So I mean, there there is something to it there. But I wonder. No, what about you? I certainly think that it exists, and I think I do think that at a certain point, the for those who enjoy the privilege, at a certain point, 
if it's fleeting. If you're a woman, yes. If, as a woman, yes, as a woman. Um, but as women and even as people of color, we do seek kind of that validation, or so I should say some folks, I shouldn't generalize that much, but some folks seek, seek that validation of, oh, I'm pretty, oh, I'm sexually attractive. I, I don't... I, you don't think there's an aspect of kind of <laughs> feeling I don't think it's like, in that way? I think it's a human thing to want validation. And let's also talk about the opposite. Like, it is very hard to be, to feel invisible. I would say, because, you know, my, my other part of my question was like, do you think you enjoy pretty privilege? And that's why I say it's very situationally specific. It's, yeah, Something happened to me because I, you know, have lived in different places. And depending on where I am, very it's really true. different. Yes. I've spent quite a chunk of time in the Bay Area. And I remember in San Francisco Bay Area. And I remember before going, my friend was like, not before going, maybe it was like after I was there for a little while. And she was just like, yeah, I was there before and I felt invisible. As a, you know, she's also a dark skinned black okay. woman. And I thought, wow, yes. It resonated so much because that's what it was. I just got used to just being, and to give context, it's, it's for someone who comes from a place like the DC area, the number of black people is so few and far between, especially outside of Oakland. Let me just go ahead and say that. Outside of Oakland. And even in Oakland, the ratio of people, there, there is more, but it's not still to the number as you would have in the D.C. area, right? So you're in a place where there are some towns that are 0.3% Black, you know, where there are people, I have friends, I know folk who, like, have Black kids and their kid is the Black kid in the school, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, needless to say, the beauty standard and the aesthetic is not, uh, an African woman, a dark skin yeah. woman of African descent with African features outside yeah. of Oakland. Yeah. So it, it sounds like there's there. a more of a value to folks value kind of the proximity to whiteness, um, in Oakland versus, or would you not say that? I don't know what it is. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's a different kind of community makeup. It's a very mm-hmm. heavy, a very large Asian population. Mm-hmm. Why would black be the beauty standard, right? Mm-hmm. There. Um, you think being Asian is a beauty standard there? I think you would. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that like for the, I, it's a, it's an age thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think it is always a blonde girl. And then, you know, you move up, you know, you move on to different categories. And I also like there's a really big fixation on biracial mixed people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's those are things that I noticed there. And again, like, you know, some of that is maybe discussion for another time, because it's really interesting to think about it in the context of the U.S. Mm-hmm. and different places. But just to say, yeah, you feel invisible again, like whatever do you think that that invisibility is do you think a black man would feel that way no no i I don't i definitely don't think so and i don't i don't see that and i you know i don't i didn't cut topic for another day perhaps but i saw i didn't see a ton of black men with black women let me just put it that way outside of oakland and so that might be because of who you're around, who you work with, what your preferences are, blah, 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 blah. Don't want to get in. Ain't going to get into that. But all I can say is I know a lot of women, a lot of black women who have trouble there. 
dating there, um, finding partners there. And I know a lot of non-Black women who don't seem to have as much trouble. Mm-hmm. And so when you are in that kind of atmosphere for a while, it kind of stays in your mind. So now fast forward to now, I went into DC a couple of weeks ago and I went to this establishment and one of the guys there was really nice, really helpful. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I, I'm not used <laughs> to that, right? But but they're really nice as compared to what you experienced. Really nice, really oh, helpful. And I was just like, oh, wow. The MD was like, he was really kind. And then it hit me. Monkeo. Monkeo. I, I, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, was he? Oh, I, I, I'm just so not used to it. So, again, I think it depends. And of course, this, this was a black person. Again, being coming out of what I've experienced, like it's, I'm just used to being invisible. I just go about my business. I live my day. I live my life. And I don't interpret, like, there's nothing to interpret. Um, so it is, I mean, I talked to my husband about it and he said that it's because there, there's also the cultural thing of like, yes here met i think in the black community men are but even in the bay, they were, in, in the bay there is a, there is an there's more of the, it, in it all well the way that people men are socialized to like reach out to women is different mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like that's part of it and this but this dude wasn't like hey girl you got big boot you know it was just very nice everywhere i turned he was there Oh, let me give you the tour. Let me help you out with this. Oh, you sure you got this? You sure I can help you? Let me do this. Maybe he was just nice. Maybe, but he was really nice. So, <laughs> do you think? Do you think though that people who enjoy this privilege actually acknowledge it and see it? Do you think it's invisible to them? Well, I mean, based on these people on social media talking about things, I mean, like, but look, this is not, I don't think that that's a pretty, like, I don't think that I enjoy pretty privilege. I think that, to be clear, I just saying that things are situational and it really depends on like where you are can really change. I think that my value or my attractiveness here is far higher than what it was over there, mm-hmm. at least in terms of being seen in ways that I can articulate, mm-hmm. that I can recognize. Because mm-hmm. I walk around here, even with a mask, and you still see, I'm like, dude, you don't even know what the rest that, of my face is, look like. That is very true. Right? Yes. You don't even know what the rest of your face, I, I, whereas there, I could be dressed to the hilts. I've gone to like holiday. And that's exactly why I ask, like, is it invisible? Because I, I've been in the DC area for a while. And I think, well, what you just described, I think it's invisible to like somebody being overly helpful. I wouldn't have even thought of it as, oh, it wasn't. And I didn't think about it in the moment, but it was like afterwards. And I was like, no, he was like, don't you have a job to do, sir? (laughs) Right. It was the level of it. And again, it didn't click to me because like, I don't, that doesn't have, that hadn't happened to me in a long time. Um, I think I think people don't, right? Like, you don't know what you don't know. 
Um, I've known people who have said insensitive things. And again, this is not a privilege, pretty privileged thing, but it is a skin tone, color is, you know, you talk about certain, some of these things and you hear folk and they say stuff and you're just like, you know, things like, well, at least, you know, people want you for who you are. I never know. And you're like, wow, that's what you got from this. See, this is why we can't, we can't have frank conversations with everyone. Um, so yeah, I think if you grow up, I mean, how you are is how you are. How you navigate the world is how you navigate the world. I think the issue is that pretty privilege, even the framing of it, it's not really, it's just about people who have features that a particular community deems attractive, mm-hmm. as opposed to it really meaning that a person is or isn't attractive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Certainly. There, there's so many and th- people that are absolutely be, I'm fucking stunning. Okay. But I understand that it's going to depend on the context, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be places where I am invisible. And there's going to be places where people are, people who are also freaking fantastic are invisible to me. Yeah. Because I don't see that and I don't think about them in those ways and I do think that women versus men is also different and that's why it's like I don't know about men and pretty privilege but I've seen things where people like get free trips vacations and stuff I ain't never got no free vacation what (laughs) like go join you know being invited to be an Instagram model like I'm not I'm not the demographic for that I'm not the age group for that I just never that's not a thing yeah but it, it so when it happens on the one-offs, you're like, oh, okay. Like as we were talking about this, I actually remember, and this was who my my really skinny days. <laughs> yeah, because all of this, you know, is predicated on age, um, body size, body size, just like you mentioned all before, of kind of effort that folks put in into things. Yeah. Your friend dressing up to, um, to go on the flight, um, health overall uh, health i mean yeah. but but there are people like she they could dress up and be like absolutely stunning and nobody i mean like i said i've been in settings like that where i you know it does it's i'm not going there looking for that i feel good yeah i love what i have on yes. and i don't get anything yes. but then i could be wearing like going out to throw out the trash it even reminds me of a um a trip I took to cuba where we had um folks of different races on the trip and I remember very well the Cuban men preferred the black women and would 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 come up to us and say, oh, so pretty, all so mm-hmm. beautiful, so on and so forth. And you could see like one in particular, one, one person we were with in particular, you could see how she actually said it that, oh, she was surprised. you guys are getting so much attention. There was a surprise. Yes. You guys are getting so much attention because she's been so used to being yes. the center of that. Yes. And when she was in a place where she was invisible, she felt uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have friends who have gone through that. Well, I don't know if we friends, but I definitely, <laughs> I know people who have gone through that as well. And to that, I just say, I don't know what to tell you, boo, because that's life for me. Yes, yes. And I just, again, yes. like it doesn't even occur to me when it is when it happens because it's like I don't I haven't gone through life expecting it yeah I've gone through life with my community actually right yeah very true implanting certain ideas in my head about desirability about I, I wouldn't even say that necessarily like 
my focus is, was always more on education. So the, 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 the looks thing didn't, it wasn't something that was super duper important mm-hmm. on the one hand, on the other hand, um, I grew up in the late 90s, I grew up in the early aughts, a late 90s and early aughts. And there were definitely beauty standards that people had to like aspire to and ascribe to in order to mm-hmm. be seen as like within the pale of normal. So mm-hmm. I don't know. All of that rigmarole is to say, I mean, it's not rigmarole. All of this is to say that, yes, it does exist. It's complicated. I think we're agreed on that, yeah. It depends. um, And things get funny. So now, if we think about it in the context of current events, (laughs) such as lace slap. um, The slap heard around the world. And all that kind of stuff, whatever. I think something that has been really interesting is, first of all, I don't care what people have to say about it. Shut up. It ain't about you. That's what I think. <laughs> if, <laughs> but why are we making this about a, a, a black? Because I feel like some a lot of the conversations are centered around, oh, this is a black thing. Stay out of it. Why is this a black white thing? It, I think it's a black. It's not a black white thing. It's it's because white people have been coming out and saying really stupid stuff. I, I was about to say that that folks are right. Like I don't care what Judd Apatow and just being really hippie. It's just this thing where if something happens. Everybody has to have uh, a think piece. Everybody has to have something. And some of these people, and that's really not the topic of today. But also like. We live in a world now where people just throw around words and that shit has meanings. Yeah. Traumatizing has meaning. Stop saying that this traumatized you. So who's to say that what happened did not traumatize them? I mean, that's that's how they- What I'm saying, well, look, that's how you felt, but like trauma, real trauma is something. What I'm saying is I see, and it's not just with this, it's with other things. It gets, it gets to be too much when they're, People like self-diagnosing themselves as being on the spectrum. When you use those words, have meanings and they have weight. Mm, they have weight. Certainly do. If yeah. seeing this person, this rich man, slap another rich man on stage was traumatizing, then what? What is it to be in Ukraine right now? What is it to be a child in the war in Syria? That's what the way I look. It's all from that person's perspective. No, no. Look, I get it's all from that person's perspective, but no. Words have meanings. We have connotations and denotations. And when you say things, when you equate this to like giving you PTSD, it's just like at at a certain point, like if that's the case, then you need to, then, then how do you exist in this world? Because I'm sure that's not the first time you saw someone be assaulted. Mm-hmm. And if you know what I mean, like, wh- how do you exist in this world? It's the same thing as when people. I think I try and figure this out, and I see this continuing to happen, and I'm not like a. I I bristle with the, like, how do you hold space for people mm-hmm. and respect for them mm-hmm. and like nurture, mm-hmm. and how do you also say, no, it is okay. Yeah. For me to do X, Y, and Z, it's like, you know, there's some folk who like Mother's Day is really hard for them because they don't have a good relationship with their mother or yeah. or because their mothers have passed. Yeah. So but there are some who like will say, don't post nothing on Mother's Day because it traumatizes me. I'm sorry. What? Right? Same thing for Father's Day. My father passed away when I was a little kid. I do not tell other people 
that this is trauma. That this is right. That it's like it, there, there comes to be a certain point. Like I have to live my life or pregnancy announcements. It can be. It can be really hard, right? And I understand that. However, the fact that you are going marriage, engagement, any good thing, the fact that you are don't have it right now, even though you are working really hard to have it or you tried so hard to get that thing and someone else is sharing their joy, it doesn't mean, what am I trying to say? It doesn't mean, if it's traumatizing for you, you need to create the the, the spaces for to, to deal with that. Yeah. Because the world is the world and it is what it is. And my whole thing, I still stick by that. If that was traumatizing to you, then what what's the word? We need a deeper word, a heavier word for what people who are people in war-torn are, situations. Yeah. People in Sudan. People to differentiate what drones and Somalia. Like in that moment, yeah. That, Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That is a, that is a good point. Yeah. I just, you know, words have meanings. And there are levels to meanings. And it's just when we start throwing around things, it just, it really, it, it, it diminishes what that meaning is. And it diminishes the experiences of people who are going through way more. And of course, God never gives us more than we can handle. And I'm not trying to say, yes, that, that, that slap could have been so shocking to you that it did X, Y, and Z. But in the, the larger framework of things, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So there's that. But back to beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's been really interesting. I think I, what I'm saying is like, okay, I don't really care what the white people have to say about it because I, I, I don't think it's a white black thing, but it is. It's like what I see with a lot of white commenters and some biracial commenters is they don't get it. Mm. Right? Like they don't get what is the importance of black hair, black women and hair. Yeah, yes. They don't understand um, even this idea of like Will Smith defending his wife, because that's what he said, right? Mm-hmm. Defending her honor or whatever. I, I have this issue even with like white friends sometimes. They don't get it. Like I have to say, like they'll be like, oh, like why do why do black men call women black queens and this and that? And I have to be like, look, the black woman is the most disrespected woman in the world. We don't get to be damsels in distress. And so when someone hails you as a damsel in distress, that's a, that's the difference between black feminism and white feminism. You don't get that. Mm-hmm. You're trying to break away from being in the golden cage. I don't have a cage. And so, yes, it feels different. It's not an insult for someone to call me a black queen. Right? I get I, yeah. I, I don't you get where they're coming from. I get where they're coming from. I don't yeah. feel the ex I don't feel the same ways because I don't I'm not put on that pedestal usually. I'm not feminized. I'm seen as the workhorse. And so when someone does see that femininity, when someone does see that and they act on that, I can understand that piece, regardless of how I feel about the actions. Yes. However, <laughs> the, go ahead. However, standards, it's really interesting that like this has been extrapolated to a larger thing of like Will Smith defending black women as a whole. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) He he is big for me. Now, he did some great thing. I know that um, 
for the rest of the cast. They weren't making as advocated much money. for more money. And yeah. advocated for more money for them, which is awesome. Yeah. But do that for me. For me. Okay. Um, and he didn't slap Chris Rock for all black women. He did it for his wife. His wife. His and wife I, of, of decades. Yes. His wife of decades. Yeah. His light skinned yeah. wife. His honey with the light eyes is a line from one of his songs. Um, he has a certain aesthetic. And I think that on the one hand, it's okay to look at Jada Pickett-Smith and see, you know, be able to relate and see something of yourself there. You see that with the, or anybody for that matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They don't have to be the same color. On the other hand, we need to keep that in mind that him doing that is not a reflection of like more protection for us all or more people standing up, more black men standing up for black women or whatever, however you want to frame it or phrase it. It's, but, it's uh, just not... It's not that. How how much of that framing, though, do you think it's steeped in the fact that, ironically speaking, um, Chris Rock did a whole movie on black hair? I think that, I think that there's pieces of that, but what I'm talking about is the conjecture. Like, it's not about his actions and what he did to stir the pot and like whether he deserved the slap or not. Just the idea that. This man standing up for his wife is a larger, like, thing that I can take away as a Black woman. I am not her. I don't look like her. I don't have the same experiences as her. I don't have the privileges that she has financially. Mm-hmm. I don't have the aesthetic privileges that this woman had yes, yeah. and has enjoyed. And so I can look at it for what it is. Mm-hmm as her husband's expression of whatever he was expressing. Oh, he said of, of love. Whatever it was, but it was the, like, it's, it's a thing between them. It's not, it's not about me. Yeah. And even with his acceptance speech, he's called on to, it was a weird, expect, like, I get it. I felt like the acceptance speech kind of made the situation weirder. Well, uh, I just, I didn't, but, I think he was making... I think I, I said something like to the effect of, uh, oh, now you're like, I was like, he's like the Moses of his people now. Like, I don't understand with this. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is not, this is not doing all of that. He's fighting for this. Uh, yeah. For I just think of women's hair loss. That's, I mean, that's what people are sitting and saying. And you're absolutely not really. right. Not really. Not really. Absolutely. Because right. you know what? Like people like me still don't be called black ball headed bitch, right? So it's like what did you like it, it takes me back to when I cut my, off my hair right before going. And to, you look good with that too. I, I know, you know, we, we look especially with our features. We look excellent. No, my head is weird shape. I sure. can't do that. <laughs> my head got like my head got triangles. They got three corners. Uh, and, and that's what, and that's exactly what I was about to say. Somebody was like, oh, your head, your head shape is weird. Like the back of your head is so flat. Like why you, and I'm like, even people in my own family, like we're making offhanded jokes. They thought was funny. And I'm sitting there like. This is no, not. 
this is not cool. But that's that's more about I think that's more about African people and natural hair. Yes. Because you know my mom would say used to say things like oh apparently your hair looking like a bird's nest is a, is is in now so blah 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 blah. So I don't. <laughs> That we kind of like put us. But, 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 but we I do. African it's... people do equate hair to like it's a beauty standard. No, of course it is. I think yeah. look, it 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 there there is something to be said about beauty there. I just think that. I just think it's interesting that we don't think about the pretty privileges that the people involved have, mm-hmm. and how their situation just wouldn't be ours. And how we take, I don't know. I don't know what we do with what it says about celebrity, but this idea of like seeing yourself in celebrities, like I don't see my, like, I don't, I don't have to see myself in you to enjoy your work and move on. Mm -hmm. Right. Like there are plenty of white celebrities. They have a role to play, at least for you. And I think folks put certain celebrities on a, a, a on another level and they compare so to speak themselves to them instead of just seeing that they're there to perhaps entertain and that's their role for you yeah it's it's i think it's it is complicated too when we talk about black celebrities because there just aren't there aren't as many right yeah. Yeah. um but I, I I I guess I don't know how to put my finger on it. It is it's it is the the it's the pretty privilege. I I see the color piece here as well, um, and on both sides. I think Chris Rock has said some really mean. You know, pe- people come out with receipts. He said something like Grace Kelly was the ugliest. Is her name Grace Kelly? Grace Jones. You know that. She's uh she was Jones, like a, Jones. Grace Jones. Grace Kelly, I think, was like a, like a white uh, lady. <laughs> um, was the ugliest woman he's ever seen. Stuff like that, right? Where it's like, huh? <laughs> Obviously, there's some there. The there are parties subscribing to a certain colorism prism perspective about what's good, bad, or in between in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. I see that with like Chris Rock's jokes. I see that in Will Smith's music, in his choice, in his choices of partners. And so to me, it's like, I don't really relate to any, like, this isn't about me. I'm invisible. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the center of focus for, and I don't need to be. I just think it's, I think what's this, what's what's interesting or what's concerning is that like when you extrapolate these things, these type of things to have a meaning for you, mm-hmm. when nobody was really looking out for you, you think that people have your back in ways that they don't. They don't. Yes. I think yes. that's the larger piece of this that I'm kind yes. of like, hmm. yeah, girl, that wasn't. That wasn't. It may have been a slap hurl around the world, but it wasn't a. It wasn't a slap you know, for you. It wasn't a fist in the air for you. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's not that. And I think some to, to, to a certain extent, some people do understand that because some folks, instead of going to that to to what you described, some folks are you know taking it back to 2016, where again Chris Rock made another joke about Jada that really had nothing to do with hair, um, but. Yeah, but I'm not, that's not, 
again, like I don't really care about them. There, there the is, motivations for actions. Yeah. There is the action and what happened, and then there is like what people are trying, what lessons you're trying to take away from it or learn from it, mm-hmm. and why you choose to support one side or the other. And if your reasoning, I think that's my whole point. If your reasoning is that this is an act of defense of all black women, you are sadly, I think you are mistaken. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely mistaken because n- they're not doing it for you. They're not going to do that for you. This is something mm-hmm. that somebody did in the context of the person who they are married to. And we should take into context that like this person is rich, their wife is rich, the person they slapped is rich. The world they they live in is operating and operating is rich. And when we add the other dimension of color Mm -hmm. and desirability and all of those things, it still don't include you. It especially doesn't. It makes it very clear that it doesn't include you. And so you need to just be aware of that. It should spur conversation about stigmatization of of hair loss and because it is a thing i think um, that that will happen mm-hmm. like more people are looking up alopecia mm-hmm. but you know like ayana presley has alopecia and she's been open about that yes. right yeah. but she doesn't have the same um whatever the squad doesn't have the same it's not pedestal what am i saying the same reach mm. right like the people who know who Ayanna Presley are are far yeah. fewer than the people yeah. who know who Jada Pickett Smith yeah. is. Um, and so, yeah, that could be a good thing that comes out of it. But I just don't, I think people are going to talk and then they're going to move on and they're not going to care. And I still think that little dark skinned girls are still going to be called names. Or little black girls, dark light in between, for having short hair. Yes. For not it's, a, it's, it's all very grow, racialized. Yeah. Grow their hair. Yeah. For not being able to, you know, for not being mixed heritage because Jada yeah. is. Um, I think her her mom talks about that how her grandma was like, super colorist or whatever what have you. Um, there's there's some white ancestry there, but like that. I don't know. It just, it's just weird. I, I just feel like y'all are, I don't know. It's like of all the things going on in the world, like this is the great statement that's being made for you. I, I don't see. He's not Jesus. Yeah. Yes. He's a human being. And so that's, that, that's the danger of that. Like it's one thing to acknowledge what happened and I'm not debating it. I don't, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I've said nothing about that. I just, I, I, I really just, what I, what I care about is people who look like me. Yes. Because nobody cares about them. Yeah. Us. Yes. And I don't know. I don't know if it, if it, if it, it didn't warm my heart. It didn't cool my spirit. It, it was just, it, it was what it, it, it was an event. It happened. It was what it was. Um, I don't know if it, if it's more helpful if someone goes to bed feeling like at least Will Smith cares for me and fights for me. Really, girl? He may not even have been fighting over over. That may have been the last last straw that broke the camel's back. Well, I, I <laughs> again, I don't even like. Oh gosh. It's just like. 
that's not. I don't know. This has been let, weird. Let, let, I mean, let, let's my just brain hope is that, still you know, turning. Let, let's just hope that at, at the very least that this entire episode will encourage, help us all confront kind of the truth about beauty standards and about hair and about how those standards may be harming to folks. I don't think it will because I know people have not had those discussions. People have short memory spans and they'll go back on. Um, Black women suffer. I know a lot of women in my family have, I guess, essentially that's what it is. They all we all, I, I, there's like a, a statistic out there that I saw that, that about 40, 49% of black women during their lifetime face alopecia. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, you know, it's just, this, this isn't going to be the space for that. And I think, I think what I'm getting at is this is not going to be the prism for that because of all the other stuff that's entwined, intertwined with this uh-huh. that we're not uh-huh. talking about. Uh-huh. And again, like I that's why I think of it through this like pretty privilege and beauty standards piece. Uh-huh. Because there is a thing about women in general, yes, and the hair and all of that. But I think that there's a re how do I put it? Someone like Jada has always been seen as the exotic, right? Like, yes, she's a black girl from Baltimore, but she has a certain look. She has the standards that that folks. She fits. Um, she fits into those standards, and she is absolutely gorgeous. And like, I, like I didn't know she had alopecia. I just thought she. Oh, well, and, and the the funny thing there too is she. I think she she planned to shave her hair. On her 50th, 50th birthday, so the alopecia didn't necessarily spur. Her. Are you sure, or did she just say that afterwards? And then no, I think it was even before, before she actually came out and said she. I believe it was when she cut her hair that she realized that oh, you know the, the oh, alopecia thing. Is... I have to keep my hair that way. But I think she'd planned to cut her hair off. Okay. For her 50th. Yeah. There, there's that, but I, I, I do think that there's just. Platform aside, platform, that was the word I was looking for in terms of reach, reach and platform. Mm -hmm. There's still just a, and maybe it's because she's in the entertainment industry, but I do think about like Ayanna Presley versus her and people's reaction to it and how it does feel different. And maybe it is because Ayanna Presley is a politician and not, you know, all the things that, that, that you know, like she doesn't have the red table talk and all of that. Although, I mean, like, you know, Jada does like social awareness, like like, trafficking and stuff. She's been like working to like fight against that and all that. It just feels like the conversation is hard to have when you need to pull that other layer of the pretty privileged piece to it. There's the money privilege, there's all these other things. And it's just, it's just, because we, we we talk about black and white boxes, mm-hmm. it's like, mm, this is still a little different. This is still a little different because I think what when you are a darker black girl, there's the sense that you can't grow your hair. Yeah. That you are, it, it's kind of like how you said when someone has had that privilege for a long time, if you've always had that quote unquote good hair for a long time, yeah. And then you don't have it. It's a little bit different when you are 
made to feel bad for what it looks like and how mm-hmm. it grows out of your mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what I twist with. Because I know a lot of girls in Africa, right? Like, I think you said it, right? In Ghana, like, you have to have just, like, the shape. Kind of like this. Yeah, when you're in, in certain schools. When you're in school, yeah. Yeah. you have to have that. But if you, you know, I've seen, you know, some African kids when they came to the States and their hair was like that, they got made fun of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that that piece of the conversation is hard to go, but it's really hard to have that conversation when white people talk about he could have killed him and I was, you know, this and that. It's like, it's it's an intra-community conversation that I think would be more important to have because then you can get into the layers of it. Otherwise, it's kind of like you have to like explain to white people, uh, we just had a law passed that says you can't discriminate mm-hmm. against people because of hair. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, come on, like, you don't even, you, you don't get it. Or non-white people, it's not just white people, non-white people Non-white well. people are also saying it. Yeah. Non-white people as well, because y'all don't, y'all don't get it. Again, invisible. Yeah. Invisible. But I, I, I but, do think it's important to kind of separate the act from, from that, the act and the reaction from kind of. Yeah, I don't like that. It is what, it, the act is a piece of history right now. It is what it is. I don't, that, that. Again, like their networks ain't going down anytime soon. They're both solid Hollywood, whatever royalty, royalty mm-hmm. etched in time, blah 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 blah. It's more like, okay, what are the lessons that people are learning from this? And there's some of it's like, mm, I don't know if you if, if that's the lesson that you learn, you might be sadly disappointed when nobody comes to your rescue. Yeah, in the ways that you're hoping that they will. But yeah. at any rate. Lovely chatting with you on this very, very good conversation on the topic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and it's good to be like just back and doing episodes. So um, just looking forward to chatting more about other things and seeing where this goes. Bunky was probably thinking other more pressing, pressing issues. (laughs) No, I don't. Don Willard Willard, uh, slapping Chris. (laughs) No, it's not about pressing or non-pressing. It's just like, again... All I'm saying is, if this is what you call traumatized, then what do we use for people who are really going through something? Forget even, forget even war-torn countries. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe those people saying that, because Wanda Sykes also said it. It hasn't just been. Um, the I, I, I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> so maybe I'm just. I'm something. not even gonna get but, like you know. The, the, this so just really trans Robin women get, are being killed left and right. If that was traumatizing, what do we call that? That's my whole point. It's like y'all, trauma used to mean trauma. But who's to say what trauma means? Like I, I, I think the dictionary, the actual dictionary. <laughs> anyway, no, I can't. I can't. I just can't. I am not laughing. <laughs> Who's to say what trauma means? The dictionary. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> let us know your thoughts. Um, certainly about about everything we've we've talked about the um the beauty standards, pretty privilege. Do you think there is such a thing as pretty privilege? Let us know, and we'll hopefully catch you later. Have a good one, everyone. Yeah.